The views and opinions expressed in this show and the comments on this channel are those of the speakers or authors, and do not reflect or represent the views and opinions of MediaWorks Studios, a division of We Podcast Incorporated. Hi everyone, this is Tech in the City from MediaWorks Studio Network, a podcast about tech, business, and everything in between. I'm your host, Yvonne Pilon. COVID-19 has brought many changes, including a big remote work shift and an athleisure boom. In fact, I'm wearing my sweatpants as I speak. As location becomes irrelevant, cities across North America are now eyeing those who left and looking to attract those who are new. Today's podcast is the first of a new series entitled Tech Homecoming, where we will be bringing Windsor area expats back to reconnect with the place they once called home and join in a discussion centered around the city's revitalization. For all the latest local tech news, make sure to follow the Tech in the City hashtag on all social media platforms or sign up for WeTech Alliance's monthly Tech It Out newsletter. Today, I am joined by Zoom by a Windsor area expat, Tyler Lesperance. He is a Googler and he is a drummer. Tyler, it is so good to see you. Great to see you. How's it going? It's going. It's going. As I said, today's a big day. It's our 10-year anniversary. It's just like, it's been a bit of an overwhelming day, but uh, but more importantly, what a great way to end the day with a conversation with with, with yourself. Yeah, congratulations. 10 years is a, a big deal. Uh, yeah. I know you've done a lot for the city, so that's really cool. So thanks for joining us, and you are joining us from uh, beautiful, uh, uh, sunny Los Angeles. Is it sunny there in Los Angeles or just outside of Los Angeles? Uh, yeah, it's really sunny today. Yesterday, it was not very sunny, but usually uh, pretty sunny. It's funny. Uh, I talked to my nephew. He's three, and he, uh, he lives in Ottawa, and they still have lots of snow there. And whenever I FaceTime him, he's like, oh, it's springtime there. Yesterday, <laughs> or not yesterday, last week, he was asking my sister uh, when the Easter Bunny is coming for me because it's springtime here. So that means the Easter Bunny is coming soon. Uh, well, uh, we did and- uh, We did see the Wireton Willie or one of the groundhogs did say early <laughs> spring. So um, it, it is, has been cold here. So you're not you're not missing out anything. So so, Tyler, we're here again. You uh, you are obviously living uh, not in Windsor and living in Cal- beautiful California. But for those that are for our listeners, tell us a little bit more about Tyler um, and kind of your history um, and uh, your link back to Windsor. Uh, yeah, so I was born and raised in Windsor, um, went to high school there, went to University of Windsor. Um, let's see, what did I do while I was there? Uh, I played in bands all through high school. I never really had like a uh, a tech interest or anything like that. Um, I played hockey growing up. I raft hockey. I did a lot of things that a lot of people from Windsor do. Um, and uh, right after I graduated, I booked a one-way ticket to London, England. And so I, I lived there for a year. Uh, and then I made my way to the States. I've been living in the United States for, let's see, uh seven and a half years now wow it's a long time (laughs) um i lived in florida then i moved to san francisco and uh, i've been living in los angeles for a couple years now almost three so again alumni class of what looks here a bachelor's of art in 2012 and in fact Fun fact for all the listeners, Tyler actually was one of our first interns um, in 2012. So Tyler, you made a comment earlier about that, that we almost didn't have that chance to, to work with you. Yeah, so um, 
the fall of that year, so I guess the the fall 2011 semester, um, I was I was done. I was fed up. I didn't want to study anymore. I I think I was at a point where every time I was studying for a test, the first uh, the first step would be um, what do I need to pass, and then the second step would be can I just drop this course now uh, and I would look at that every single time I was studying. I, I hated studying and I, I was just like fed up with school. So I, I told my mom, like, I'm done. I'll figure out what to do. I'm, I'm not, I can't go on like reading and studying. I'm just not like meant for this. Um, and she was like, go, go talk to, to guidance or whatever the university equivalent of that is. And they'll tell you, they'll help you figure out like, how, how long you need to be in school for. Cause I didn't, I was just taking kind of whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't really take the, a lot of the required courses, just whatever interests me. Um, and so I went to guidance and, and he was like, you need three credits to graduate uh, next semester. And so I was like, man, I'm so close. <laughs> uh, and so I enrolled in two classes and one of them uh, was like two credits worth. Uh, and that was the one that came with the internship at WeTech. And so uh, that was actually one of my favorite So did we officially graduate you, University. Tyler? Is that one of our other milestones that we did not put on our <laughs> milestone tracker today? It was actually Joyce Zuck, who I have so much yeah. appreciation for. In fact, she was like, I have a student. I think you were in a political science class. Was it not a political science related? Yeah, yeah. That was one of the political science classes. Well, if Joyce Zuck, if you are listening, thank you so much for bringing Tyler to us. So, Tyler, you know, you talked about, you know, not necessarily, you know, engaging so much in, in in the class or not enjoying it, I should say. How did you go from Bachelor of Arts to now a Googler? So like how did because you came to us again with in kind of a tech internship role. So how did that progress or happen? Yeah, so when I came to you, um, I was some of the things you had me do were like designing things and uh, putting together stuff for your website and putting together advertisements for like, what was it like Windsor Drive magazine or something? Um, and so I was doing all of that and, uh, it was just kind of, that kind of got the ball rolling. Um, I think a little bit before that I had kind of had an interest in like designing and building websites and I like forced a couple of people to let me do that for them. Um, and so, yeah, I was doing it with WeTech and then what, as I mentioned, I moved to England, I moved there. Uh, with no job, I didn't know anybody. I just slept on couches for for a while. Um, My mom calls and, that couch surfing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I went there trying to find a job as a developer or as a designer. And I didn't, I didn't really know which one I would be better at, which one I would uh, be more interested in. I got a really good job. Um, eventually, I worked for a company that... Um, made websites for some of the biggest uh, like e-commerce brands in all of UK and Europe. And so the clients were really, really big and I was doing things more than just like, uh, you know, weekend projects and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I got to learn a lot while I was there. Um, and it, I was also in a time where like, uh, I, I went to London not prepared for how expensive it was gonna be. and uh coming from windsor where everything is and now you live in california like really that's uh, an interesting move <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny uh when when I'm, i moved 
from San Francisco. San Francisco is very, very expensive. Um, and uh, I joke with my wife that when when I moved to Los Angeles, it's really funny to think of moving to Los Angeles to save money. Uh, but yeah, that that's what that's what it is. And you so, said wife. When did you? I don't even. When did you get married? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, 2019. Spoiler was alert here. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Uh, surprise, mom. Uh, 2019 was a really big year. We uh, I got married and I, and I bought a house and my wife and I both got new jobs and we filmed a TV show. Wow. Full adulting. Full adulting. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Tyler. Yeah. That's amazing. I've been following you and we've obviously kept in touch. But um, so you have obviously traveled uh, the world. But you've worked for some really large companies. In fact, you know, I'll say the the D word, Dropbox. In fact, mm-hmm. that's where um, when I went to California, many it was probably five years ago or so. Uh, I we reconnected, and you gave me one of the most eye opening tours of the Dropbox uh, San Francisco location. It's hard to describe how cool it was. Um, and now you're at Google, and we were just talking before we started taping just how awesome it is to be a Googler. So, what's it like? A, being a Googler and also working for big tech. Um, And again, you almost have to see it to believe it. But so what's it like being a Googler? Um, Yeah, Google for me, once I decided I kind of wanted to stay in this industry, um, Google had one been like, well, I'll never be able to work there. You know, you always hear they they hire uh, the smartest people and the best people and all that's that's not me but i can news flash they do you're that. there <laughs> yeah um so uh i had worked for a couple agencies and then um I, I eventually got a job at dropbox and that it, it, it was life-changing like it was unreal like as you said the office was everything you hear about in movies or in articles about oh all these silicon valley tech companies have these crazy perks uh that was all what my life was like we had vending machines for for equipment uh that you can just swipe your badge and and get different pieces of equipment we had three meals a day and these aren't just like you know sandwiches we had a full uh chef's team cooking up different recipes and different menus every single day i remember Uh, they had to drag me out of there because i was literally (laughs) at like just testing all of the ice creams and there was coffee bars and it was amazing yeah, and, and all this is free and we had unlimited time off and there was a separate area um, where they like roasted their own coffee beans and it was like a cafe, brewed their own coffee, everything. Um, that that was really like a really cool experience and being from Windsor growing up around like my uh, my dad has worked in automotive, my, my mom's a teacher, uh, obviously I know lots of people in automotive and different trades, like these are not things we're used to. And so being in that type of environment was, was really cool, really special. Um, but you have to quickly like get a grasp of, um, one, this is not what everyone, what everyone's real life is. And two, all of this kind of means nothing if I don't feel valued as an employee Mm -hmm. and I don't value like the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, all of that really quickly fades away if if you don't feel valued. And I really felt valued at Dropbox. I felt like the work I was doing was important for the company. I was learning a lot. I was working with great people. Um, all of all of that can kind of be uh, considered second though, once you, uh, you have to decide if you're okay working for big tech or not. Um, 
Like especially we'll with... save that for a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like obviously with me, like I've been I've worked for a couple of big tech companies. Uh, it was wasn't a problem, but um, so uh, while I was at Dropbox, I worked with someone who um, she was very, very, very good. Uh, we became good friends, and then um, when I moved, she uh, started looking for a job, and she got a job at Google. And then when I was looking for a job uh, last year, or whenever. Um, she referred me and I was like, well, I might as well try to get a job at Google. Like there's, I've got nothing to lose and I'm probably not going to get it. So, but it's fine. And I was at the time I was interviewing a, a lot of places, um, and Google was in the column of, I'm for sure not going to get it. Um, and so I went through the interview process and I really don't enjoy interviewing, but <laughs> how many interviews uh, did like, you have to go through? Cause I, I've heard there's, there's quite a few with Google. Um, yeah, with Google, I know there used to be a lot more, um, but I did, I did a phone interview and two rounds of on-site interviews. Um, and so I think there was like eight or nine separate interviews altogether, uh, crammed into like three different chunks. Um, but yeah, I got a job at Google and, um, I still, like when I, when I hear myself say I work at Google, it's still, uh, it still like makes me feel like a little bit tingly. It's it, it, well, you, know, you achieve like a really big goal you had. You just, it's just really cool. That's amazing. Feeling. Again, congratulations. So what's it like right Thanks. now? We were talking earlier again, listeners obviously weren't with us, but um, you know, the whole move, you're obviously, I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're taping here and I, I think you're in your house. You got your drum set behind you. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll have a little uh, Muppets animal action later, but <laughs> Are you are you working from home? You mentioned again, Google has not fully gone to the full work from home forever. Uh, so what what's it like right now with with working at Google in terms of this remote work shift? Uh, we've been working from home since March. Um, at least everyone in the United States and Canada hasn't gone back to the office uh, since then. And actually, when we first moved to working from home, they said we'll arrange times when you can come pick up your personal items from the office we haven't even gotten that like we're, we're not allowed to go back into the office um at least in california i'm but i'm pretty sure it's like that mm -hmm. all for north america so we've been working from home since march um and being new at google new at google uh, uh it's called being a noogler a new, um, i was just gonna say is it called <laughs> i was just gonna say that i feel like i'm a googler yeah you know it um so when you're a noogler that's that's pretty difficult. Uh, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot going on. Um, and everything is just like, you, you have to spend time to like read and learn a lot of things. Um, doing that while you're not at the office and not around people, for me, it was exponentially more difficult. Um, there were days when like work was very hard and that was, disappointing because I really wanted to really like my job and really wanted to, mm -hmm. um, be, you know, really motivated to work. Other days were, were good, you know, and you slow, you sl slowly get better and slowly learn what you're doing. Um, but now I think, uh, I think I'm in a good, good place right now. Um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about work and, uh, yeah, it's, so it's, it's been a struggle, but it's okay. Working from home, love it or hate it? Um, this is a very first world problem, but I hate making food for myself. Uh, okay. And 
Let me guess. <laughs> at Google, you have your options of what kind of cuisine you'd like every every yeah, day. <laughs> there's lots of food at Google too. It's all free and it's all made for you. Um, uh, and when I'm at home, I have to take time to make my own food. Uh, like these things sound like really good perks, but when they first came out with whenever tech companies started doing this, a lot of it was designed to like to be like, how long can we keep people working in the, in the office? Like yeah. if I have to take an hour out of my day to mm. go find food and, and eat it and stuff, that's not good yeah. for company productivity. So then when yeah. you think about your big aha moment, so you went into, obviously when you go into Google, you you know Google, but what was your biggest eye opener when you actually started working there at Google? Um, when I had to start, um, like doing some work on projects that were getting like billions of impressions. I had never thought at that scale before. And I don't think too many companies can think like have products that get billions of views or uses per day. Like that's, that's pretty insane for me. And it was like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm like really here doing it. That's so good. Okay. So we're here, you know, tech homecoming. We now, obviously, I guess we could have Zoomed before the pandemic, but this really, I think, has been a great opportunity to reconnect with people who have left the region. So what, when you think about Windsor as you knew it, what, how, maybe just describe that in a, in a few sentences of like Windsor as you knew it. Um, as, as I knew it, Windsor, was, there was not a lot, there's not a very uh, thriving tech community at all. Um, it doesn't matter how old you were going downtown was just like the default thing you did on the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, uh, for some reason, I think very cold, but it's compared <laughs> to a lot of places in Canada. It's not very cold. It's uh, cold today. February right now. So I know January and February kind of sucks. So Tyler, when's the last time you've been back to Windsor? And I guess going back to your, to your, as you knew it, um, if you've been back, have you seen a change? Like, again, if you were to come back and again, I guess, have you been back in when, when's the last time? Uh, yeah, I, I usually go back a couple times a year, every year for Christmas. Uh, and then I try to go like once or twice um, in the year. Other than that, this past Christmas was actually the first Christmas I didn't spend at home um, mm -hmm. for for a few reasons. But um, uh, yeah, usually every Christmas I'm there. So the last time I was back was actually... Christmas 2019. So and you... um, oh, go ahead. Wh whenever I'm back for Christmas, it's mostly like family every single day or doing events with my family every single day. My brother's birthday is also around Christmas, so mm -hmm. there's that in there. Um, and I don't get a lot of opportunity to kind of like I don't. I'm not sitting around relaxing, going, "Hmm, I wonder who I can, <laughs> you know, go talk to about tech stuff mm -hmm. or or whatever." Um, I hang out with a, a couple friends who still live there, but honestly, that hasn't changed from what we used to do. We're going to yeah. Fog or going to different bars downtown. Um, so as far as I can tell, when I, from actually being there, not a lot has changed. But in following you and following Retech, I know a lot of things have changed for people who might live there more permanently. Well, I hope that this whole tech coming theme, so we're doing the podcast, we're going to be doing a tech homecoming event during tech week at the end of March. You know, I'd love to see, and this was really a, a lesson we learned from or saw from Detroit. They do a big tech uh, Detroit homecoming event. Um, so I hope that in, you know, post pandemic, we can actually do this annually or 
or more regularly where we actually, you know, in, you know, invite you back, right? Because I really mm-hmm. think there's an important piece of seeing the transformation and having spent 10 years in it. Uh, we've, we're slowly getting there. Uh, but when, as we've seen the success of, you know, uh, Quicken Loans, you know, Rocket Innovation Studios yeah. and, and Edison Financial take over uh, what used to be the loop, uh, it's pretty <laughs> amazing. And, and to me, that is a bit of the, the tech culture um, that's coming here. And obviously we have sprinkles um, with companies uh, already in the region have been here for, for decades, but I'm starting to see, I feel that we're starting to see we're at a flexion point. So what would bring you back? And, and again, <laughs> no, literally what would bring you back? Um, obviously I think you love Google, so it'd have to be a Google office, but Google has an office in Detroit. Um, they're mm-hmm. growing there and I believe in Ann Arbor. So what mm-hmm. would it take to bring Tyler Lesbron's back to Windsor? Um, Honestly, I don't know if Windsor has, you know, what it takes for me to want to live there again. Um, I really here here are some things that are keeping me in California. Let's let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah, and this is a real conversation. But like, I would love to know what can we take away from this conversation of like what? Yeah, what? Go ahead. Finish yeah, your so, sentence. <laughs> um, the the weather thing. It's, I really enjoy the weather down in Southern California, but I miss the snow. Um, uh, so I'm not like one of those people, like I hate snow. I hate okay, the cold okay. and everything. Um, so it's not so much about that, but one of the biggest reasons I wanted to move to Los Angeles was for the music and the art scene. Um, and if you want to be a musician in any, any level of successful manner, Los Angeles, New York, Nashville are kind of the places, one of the places you have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Los Angeles, I can, if I'm, if I'm not playing, I can go and see any type of music any day of the week. Uh, well, at least I could before 2020. Um, and there are just tons and tons and tons of opportunities to go and see uh, different uh, artists or mm-hmm. m- and meet different people and then if you're a musician yourself uh, you can you can hopefully play those things like I've gotten to play some cool venues in Hollywood and in Santa Monica and so, so cool. that's a really big thing for me I know that's not tech related but can Windsor provide that not today mm-hmm. um so for you, it's, it's uh, like I said, sunshine, but snow, um, arts, yeah. culture, scene. And I think, and this doesn't need to be just about tech. It's really about, you know, what are those amenities? So I would ask you a question of like, do you, what's more important? Like the city, the culture, the amenities, uh, cost of living or, or pay? What, what would you, how would you rank those three in terms of priorities for you as, a, and, you, and you're, you're, you're a young person. So how would you rank the priority of those three things? Um. Well, cost of living and pay are, they kind of don't matter as long as they're correlated. They um, should be. Like, I mean, in, I, I imagine <laughs> they would be in, in out in your way. Yeah, like I don't, I wouldn't expect to make what I'm making today if I lived in Windsor, mm-hmm. uh, but I would expect to have a much lower cost of living in, in Windsor. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of a wash. Um, so it would have to be like, yeah, the arts and the culture and the, and, being around like like-minded people but like diverse mm-hmm. li- like-minded people um and yeah things to do i have uh, i know 
something you wanted me to talk about, uh, we'll probably get to you later, but I have written down like, uh, like a wish list for Winter yes, Essex. I don't I, know I if can't you, wait to jump if you in want that. to get into that now yeah. or later or what. No, that's going to be one of our next questions. But I want to ask you, you know, when you think about arts and culture, and I think, you know, you mentioned Fog. I think Fog and, and Tom have done an amazing job at yeah. really spotlighting. Yeah, and sure. uh, even the Windsor International Film Fest has gone, has come so far. And have when you were down, did you do a lot of Detroit you know, t- visits and tours? Because I, I, I know, again, big city over there, there's a lot going mm-hmm. on there. So uh, have you embraced Detroit? Um, at least, especially in the last decade, right? They've Detroit's come a long way. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, um, I, I, most most of my Detroit visits have been pertaining to food. Uh, <laughs> there's some good food in Detroit. And especially, like, like exactly like you said, they've really grown and it's changed a lot the last 10 years. So that's really cool. One of the things that's actually on my list is um, I I don't want Detroit to be a selling point to come live in Windsor. Like, why wouldn't I just live in Detroit then? Um, I think Windsor needs to act, to, to talk, to like to do what we're talking about, to attract people to come mm-hmm. move back or to move there. Windsor needs more of its own personality and not just like, well, we're close to Detroit, so why don't you live here? Um, yeah, that's a for tough me, one. Or, yeah, it's I a definitely tough one for see people it's, who it's already not, live in the states. It's definitely. I mean, I think of myself. I mean, Detroit is a selling part, right? The ability to go to a big, you know, sporting event, or or you know, having yeah. access to like whether it's shopping or or arts and culture. I mean, we've got great things here, and I think that's been a blessing of the pandemic that we've. It's forced us to really find hmm. and love our city um, uh, yeah. more than perhaps we did before. You know, you mentioned food in Detroit, and I know something that you would love to have in California is Windsor Pizza. I knew. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? <laughs> Um, I always go for Armando's when I'm there, but, um, angry Hawaiian. So good. Like the, I don't know. There's so many. Or no, it's not, that's like Antonino's. Antonino's is really good. Um, yeah, I like, I like Antonino's, Armando's, um, is Riverside, is Riverside, uh, Riverside Tavern still a thing? I think so. I, I'm not sure. It's been a. I'm a. I've been. I've gone to Oven Three Sixty. That's been my go-to. Um, I love Winology Pizza as well. If I, yeah, if, um, they're also good. Um, but yeah, no, I I laugh because uh, there was a pizzeria that just uh, Windsor style pizza just opened up in Toronto. So it, yeah, it's slowly it. <laughs> starting to kind of uh, sprinkle out. So our last question today, and uh, as we do these series, um, would love to. We want to ask the guests what are their kind of top five Windsor Essex wish list. So what what would they love to see Windsor have? So Tyler, you said you put a list together. So let's hear it. Yeah. Um, okay. I wrote these things, but I don't think they're in any particular order. Um, so I really think what, when you came to Dropbox, one thing you and I talked about was there's no way the culture and the public and the different companies in Windsor would support the type of benefits that um, these like tech companies are giving out, like unlimited time off and you know free food every day and um all the other other benefits that we talked about um i would love to see some support for that and Mm -hmm. some like real champions be like well we don't care what the public perception of this we know that our employees are gonna Mm -hmm. um feel better and and work better and we're gonna have better product and better employees because of like these things that we're gonna offer so i'd really like to see more support for that 
Tyler, what are um, your three I, favorite perks? So going back to it, because there are some companies, I think, I mean, we haven't spoken, or the Dropbox adventure was about five, six years ago. So there has been some mm-hmm. movement there. I've seen some some companies locally. But what are your, you know, top three Google perks that you, you'd say you utilize? Like, is it the unlimited vacation? Is it the food? What What are your top three? Yeah, um, well, actually, we don't have unlimited vacation at Google, which is like the only reason I didn't want to work there is because I got used to that. Um, uh, so I think my top three would be the food for sure. It's okay. fresh cooked every day, three like three meals a day. Um, uh, let's see. The unlimited uh, paid time off is a big one for me. And like I know a lot of tech companies had that. I, I've had that for years before joining Google. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I really utilize a lot when I was there, uh, the gym on site and we had like an on site um, massage therapist that I would go to um, and didn't have to pay for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think those were, were some big ones for me. Okay. So, so your first thing on the wish list is again, more of the, the, the big tech culture, I guess, and, and the perks that would come with it for employees. Yeah. And this doesn't have to be specific to tech. Like, I, yeah. I would love to see other companies that aren't you know, big tech offer, offer these things. I wish, I wish we not... could, we should definitely get like a VR experience to bring people to <laughs> again. Cause even myself having, I literally watched Silicon Valley on the way to Silicon Valley, right? Like on yeah. the play. And it's, it, I mean, it's, you have to see it to believe it, right? When you walk into these, you know, from every meeting room is named some crazy name to, mm-hmm. you know, I think there was a bowling alley uh, or like a bar. Wasn't it the like, one of the founders of Dropbox went to like the one, I forget what it, what it was. I felt like it was a bowling alley or a bar that was like from his high school or his university. Um, are you thinking about his favorite karaoke bar? Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yes. And we had like a, a big music jam room with like yeah. a whole bunch of instruments, including like a full drum set. And he named it after his favorite yeah. karaoke just- bar. It was amazing, but you're right. It's not just tech. And I think too, one of the things that we're trying to do here locally is that there's so much tech and automotive, even before, you know, the connected car, there's robotics, automation. So it's like, how do you, you know, something I think about all the time is how do we sell the sizzle of automotive and manufacturing? Because it is right. But and like I said, and also how do we move uh, the companies to you know, try, I mean, ultimately everyone's trying to attract tech talent and things yeah. like you're saying are what attracts them. And, and, and sometimes, and if I say most times it takes them out of the region, right? Because mm-hmm. those employers are not uh, always here. So, so what else yeah. is on your wish list? Um, well, I just thought of something that wasn't on here that I was planning on <laughs> saying, but so maybe I'll, I'll do it quickly is, uh, the ability to keep my job while working from Windsor and, uh, Right now, I couldn't work for Google from Windsor, um, uh, but maybe maybe that would change in the future. Okay, but okay, I so th- saw... I think you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but I saw re- recently you posted there's an Amazon uh, opportunity. To yeah, I, I wasn't sure if that was an error, but I keep getting the uh, the alerts for it through Glassdoor. Yeah, so it was uh, a very a, a really good job. I think it was one twenty to one fifty or sixty k. Um, nice. And it, I'm curious to see if Amazon's kind of just doing some, especially if they're fully remote. Uh, the ability to hire um, is literally a limit or you know borderless, I guess you could say. So yeah, well, probably some of it has you have to take into account like 
taxes and yep, corporate taxes and where the company is based. But yeah, you're, you're pretty right. Um, okay, so uh, but getting back to my list here is um, like a music and art scene. Um, I talked about before and I'd like to attract a lot of like uh, more in terms of a quantity, diversity and uh, like big, bigger names um, coming to Windsor. Uh, and I don't want Windsor to be known as, uh, well, it's just close to Detroit. So you can go see all the plays and go see all the bands in Detroit. Like, like I said, why wouldn't I just live in Detroit then? Um, uh, so that, that's something I would like to see more of in Windsor. Um, uh, and so another thing is, I don't know if this is really innovation or um, diverse uh, like companies, but a lot of times, I'll say to someone, oh, do you, we'll talk about where I'm from. It's like, oh, do you know Windsor? And usually if they've heard of Windsor, if they know Windsor, like, oh, that's where all the casinos are. And I've heard that. Really? Uh, that's the word out, out in the California. Huh. Yeah, I've heard that from people in Florida, from people in California, uh, people that are unrelated with each other. Like they just know Windsor for the casinos. And I, I'm thinking like, there's one casino in Windsor. Uh, have I missed the other ones? Um, <laughs> there's but... one in Chatham now, though. There is the. There's... Oh, there you go. We've got yes, we've got we've got technically two in our in our catchment area. So that's interesting. Yeah, so I I would like Windsor to be known, to not to be known as the place with the casinos. And I know before someone a long time ago even said to me, "Oh, like the place with the casinos and the prostitution is legal." I'm like, okay, that's, yeah, very, <laughs> that's not very, my experience, very interesting. But, yeah. Um, let's see. Another thing I always really, it was fine, but I didn't really, uh, I wasn't really stoked about it was, uh, the, 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 the downtown scene, like growing up, you just know that, you know, from between the ages of 19 and then until you can't walk anymore, you just go downtown on the mm -hmm. weekends and that's fine, but it just seems so monotonous for me. And mm. I would really like if there was more to do that wasn't just go to Olette Street or, yeah. you know, whatever. So, well, next time you're back, uh, I, I will be your tour guide because there is lots of new, like, again, downtown. Uh, we've got some, again, I really do believe we're, we're at this inflection point that things are going to start happening. But Walkerville neighborhood, even Ford City, uh, Kingsville. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all these Amherstburg. There's all these, like, really cool um cities and, and little like again these awesome places for restaurants and, and entertainment so i will be your tour guide next time you come so down. so i would challenge you and say like what are you doing is that you just going to different restaurants and different in chatham and on in walkerville etc yeah i mean i think you i mean i've obviously got my trajectory of usually where i go <laughs> um i think mm -hmm. for me and i think this is no surprise for young people density is important right like the ability to kind yeah. of stay in one area and pop around to different things right so yeah. um i mean that is something i think we can definitely do a good job at um and like i said i i, I tend to do that in detroit just because of the the nature of scale that detroit's at but but you're right. You're I think those are things that they're real. We need to have not just like restaurants and festivals. That's what I'd like to see and uh, more activation. Right. I think we've got this amazing riverfront. I mean, it's 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 amazing. Yeah, I mean, every time sure. I run, walk, whatever, um, I'm like, wow, we're so lucky. And I just think about how do we activate that space better? So, yeah. How do you turn uh, the riverfront into something like uh, as 
popular and as cool as like the the Santa Monica Pier or mm-hmm. um, like different boardwalks you might see or like yeah, Universal City Walk mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like where a lot of people go and there's lots of places for them to to go or things to do that are in one area and they can kind of just be like you know a whole day or night or whatever. So any others? Uh, so a lot more um, arts and culture scene, the perks. What else? Anything else? Um, no, like most of my family is in Windsor. Uh, some of my really good friends are in Windsor, so uh, I would want them to not not to leave if I go go back. Um, uh, uh, I don't know if this counts as like uh, arts and music scene, but it's really since there's so many musicians here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, there's a lot of places to kind of rehearse and record. Um, like here, I have these drums, but um, I, I would make my wife go crazy if these were like full volume yeah. kind of stuff and my, my neighbors too. So I have my other drums in a studio where I can record and play full out and stuff like that. And uh, at least when I left Windsor, something like that was hard to come by for sure. Yeah. Well, Tyler, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to, to do this podcast and congratulate you on a dream job with Google. And we only hope, um, I think you gave us some good insights today and some, some real talk. Uh, I know, again, I would, I, I'll say it. I, I hope that we can bring you back one day, or at least, as I always said, keep you connected to the region. So keep following mm-hmm. us when you're home, please text me, DM me, because I'd love to kind of uh, show you around and, and, and show you uh, the new Windsor um, or part of the, the growing new Windsor. So um, any parting comments, Tyler? I know you're going to have some of your friends. I saw some tweets already that people are like, I can't wait <laughs> to listen. You, you want to uh, say hi to your mom? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hello, mom. I, I know my mom's going to listen to this. Oh, yay. Uh, hi, mom. So, hi, mom. Um, yeah, I I just miss, I really do miss a lot of my friends and my family. Um, I miss Windsor Pizza and just being, the feeling of being home, you know? Yeah. Um, but for me, it's, it's at this point, anyway, it's more of like a, a, a trip uh, instead of coming back. So... Yeah, I'd love to next time I'm there, hopefully in the summer sometime. But you know, A prediction, we'll the next, next 10 years, you will buy the other one-way ticket and it will be back to <laughs> the YQG airport. All right. Well, Tyler, again, thank you so much for joining us today. And that concludes another episode of Tech in the City. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. And until next time, stay healthy, wash your hands, and keep on innovating. <laughs> See ya.